Hello, conventioneers. My name is Joe Elizabeth Pinto, and I'm an award-winning author who happens to be blind. I'm glad to be speaking with you today. For more information about my books, which present competent, realistic, blind characters in literature, please visit my website at www.brightsideauthor.com. There you'll find links to my Amazon pages, a blog, a book club, social media contacts, YouTube videos, photos, and more. Again, that's brightsideauthor.com. Listen as Marnie Penning reads from my recently released book, Daddy Won't Let Mom Drive the Car, True Tales of Parenting in the Dark. The book is made up of short, mostly light-hearted vignettes that detail some of my adventures as a blind mom. It's a great read for parents of all ages, disabled or not, and anyone who loves children. But it's also a non-threatening educational tool for teachers, nurses, social workers, legislators, and other professionals. The humorous, easy-to-read format is designed to catch and keep people's attention and to show that the dents and delights of parenthood are universal with or without a disability. Streetwalker Mommy, what's a streetwalker? The question took me by surprise. I paused at the corner a block away from the school, ready to cross the street with my guide dog's harness in one hand and my second grader holding tightly to the other. The wind sent the dry autumn leaves scuttling around our feet. Well, I thought fast. A streetwalker is someone who... someone who goes around looking for trouble. Where did you hear that word? Onlin forward. My daughter Sarah trotted to keep up as we crossed the busy street. A mean boy in my class called me a streetwalker because I have to walk places with you and Onlin all the time instead of riding in a car. Everybody laughed at me. I wish you could drive like the other moms. I bit back a chuckle, but the guilt was right on its heels, followed closely by doubts and misgivings. How would having a blind mom affect a child socially? All blind parents worry about it. All blind parents dread the day their children come home with it for the first time. The teasing. The discomfort. But streetwalker? Seriously? Still, at least neither kid had known what the word actually meant. I mentally pushed my worries aside and dragged myself back to the moment at hand. Hmm... I said aloud as we turned left toward home. If I drove like other moms, what would we miss? Sarah wasn't sure at first, but before we made it to our house, we stopped to blow the seeds off some big white dandelions for good luck. We paused to sniff some pretty pink flowers growing by the sidewalk. Sarah picked up three interesting rocks, a handful of acorns, and a perfectly round pine cone for me to tuck into my jacket pocket. We'd miss our nature adventures, she decided. Exactly, I agreed. Besides, you know your way around this half of the city better than any of your friends. They get in their parents' cars and don't pay attention to where they go. You're my little navigator, aren't you? Now I'm going to call your teacher. No, don't, I'm not a tattletale. Don't worry. I was a kid once, too. A long time ago. 
I won't ruin your reputation. Two mornings later, I went with my daughter to school. While the kids sat on the sharing rug, my guide dog lay sedately on the floor in front of them. For 15 minutes or so, I told the class about service dogs and how they work for blind people, helping them navigate traffic, guiding them in and out of stores and restaurants, etc., and how they're allowed to go anywhere the public can go. Wow, Sarah's lucky, one classmate breathed as the kids took turns petting Onlin's soft tan coat. Her mom gets to take her dog everywhere. So, Sarah, the teacher asked in a question I had rehearsed with her. What's it like to have a blind mom? Well, my little girl said in an unrehearsed answer. It's like a regular mom, except daddy won't let her drive his car. Back Eyes I don't remember exactly when it happened. My daughter might have been three or four years old. She may have been climbing up on the kitchen counter, quietly trying to snitch a cookie, while I was in the living room typing away on my computer. Or she may have been easing open the bottom drawer in her dad's workbench, intent on swiping his screwdrivers for the thousandth time. In any case, I called out to her, Sarah, I know what you're doing. The eyes in my face are broken, but the ones in the back of my head work just fine. I was halfway goofing around when I said it. The fact that I had rock star hearing was already well known in our house. Blind people don't necessarily hear better than those with sight, but we rely on the sounds around us, so we tend to pay attention and notice what we hear more than sighted people do. My daughter, however, took me at my word. She rushed over to me and started examining the back of my head, combing her fingers through my long, dark hair. What are you doing? I asked. Looking for your back eyes, she said in that matter-of-fact tone kids get when they are answering grown-ups who ask dumb questions. They must be really small. I can't find them. They're hard to see, I answered quickly. They move around in my hair. They don't want to be found. Oh, I won't look then. They're secret. Sarah was intrigued. Have you always had back eyes? Nope, I thought fast. I got them at the hospital when you were born. Only moms have them, like Santa's phone number and the magic way to know if a kid has a fever by kissing her cheek. Back eyes are just for moms. Over the years, my daughter's understanding of my blindness has become more clear. First, she realized she had to use her words instead of pointing and whining when she asked me for M&Ms or fruit snacks at the store. Over time, she has figured out that when we play Candyland or Snakes and Ladders, the game goes more smoothly if she reads the dice and moves the colored tokens around the board for me. She knows I stick braille labels on canned goods in my pantry and use a text-to-speech screen-reading program on my computer so I can listen to emails and navigate the internet. Describing our surroundings when we go out together has become almost second nature to her. But now and then, when she has created a particularly exceptional art project or perfected a super awesome dance move, she'll still say, Mom! Mom, look at me! Look with your back eyes! Not wanting to disappoint her, I'll turn my head, face away from her, and say, 
Wow, that's incredible. After that, I'll ask her to describe her art project or give me details of her dance move. But she seems to need me to have that first quick look. So my imaginary back eyes live on somewhere under my hair. I keep expecting them to fade away like so many other adorable childhood fantasies have. But a few days ago, when Sarah got a fabulous new Barbie doll for her ninth birthday, the first thing she said was, Mom, check this out. She can move her hands and feet and everything. When I reached for the Barbie doll, she put her hands on my cheeks, turned my face away, and ordered, Look! No, look with your back eyes! Thanks for listening. Again, for more information about my award-winning novel and my non-fiction book that discusses my adventures as a blind mom, please visit my website at www.brightsideauthor.com. That's www.brightsideauthor.com. Both books are available in audio, Kindle, and paperback formats. Happy reading!